from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. Hot topics trending online this week with the opinion website, thebigsmoke.com.au. Alexandra, founder, is back with us. Alex, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. And this is fascinating, this first one, because there's been lots of debates, uh, especially from vegans or vegetarians, about what do they feed their pets, right? And some people say they don't feed their, their cats or their dogs meat. Well, there's been a recent study come out. What is the science in this one? What's happened? Yeah, so this is really interesting because I'm not sure. I mean, I think a lot of vegans will be really happy to hear this um, <laughs> because we never have really thought about the impact of a vegan diet on an animal. Hang on, just um, one sec, one sec, Ali. Have you have you ever heard of a a happy vegan? I've heard of a loud vegan. <laughs> No, I know some very happy vegans. <laughs> sure. I'm only joking. Um, no, but this is really interesting. So researchers in the UK have found that vegan cats actually appear healthier, um, and it has a lot to do with plant-based meals um, and also avoiding the idea that cooked meat is the primary protein source. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they looked into other types of sources such as eggs, uh, sorry, not eggs, plants, fungi, you know, that kind of thing. And so they removed eggs and meat and dairy um, now, there is limited research into to vets saying that vegan diets can be great for all animals, but in this particular study, it did look like across 1,369 cat owners that the healthiest of those cats had been fed a vegan diet for at least a year. Wow. Fascinating, hey? Would not have ever thought that would uh, be the case. I know. It's really interesting. Now, talk about uh, banking at the moment. And, yeah, there's a big push from, from some areas of society to keep cash going. But Aussie banks are starting to enforce digital-only transactions. Yes. So we saw today, for example, that Macquarie Bank is ending over-the-counter cash and check payments. They're the, the fifth largest bank. Um, and doing so has moved uh, the discussion around the fact that many banks are starting to phase out cash or check or phone payments and moving towards digital only transactions. So, you know, it's a move. Macquarie Bank's financial expert says that this is a move towards a cashless society. Um, and, you know, they, they're saying that, for example, there are concerns that if we stop using cash, what that impact means for um, society at large uh, and, and transactions. Um, then, of course, there's concerns that they're going to start rationing ATMs. Mm. So, you know, for some people that won't be concerned, but for others who do need cash um, or they have cash-based retail stores or whatever it might be, um, you know, the, the issue that customers wanting cash will not be able to withdraw ATMs at some point is concerning. Um, however, Macquarie Bank has said that they will still be able to use their ATM machines um, and that the, the change around traditional banking won't happen until May 2024. Mm, it is fascinating. Watch this space. Uh, now, there's a bit of a rise at the moment. This is really interesting. A bit of a backlash from students because chat GPT and all that kind of AI uh, assistance when it comes to, to schoolwork and assignments, uh, there was a big backlash from the teachers, right, wondering yeah. how that they can uh verify whether or not the students have actually done their work. Well, now the pendulum sort of swung the other way to the students. Yeah, so this is interesting because frustration around being accused. So, um, for example, 49 students had claimed innocence after 38 of them said that they hadn't used ChatGPT. 
And detection tools actually mistakenly identify their work as AI generated. Oh. So now these students have had to seek advice on how to prove their innocence. So this is really forcing um, education providers and, and teachers, you know, to reevaluate how they use AI and whether or not there is an over-reliance by students using AI or a uh, almost a bias mm -hmm. for teachers assuming they're using AI. So really trying to understand best practices um, and also policies because it's unlikely that people won't use AI at all. I mean, it's a normal part of most people's workday now to use a tool like ChatGPT and it makes sense that students might do so as well. But we have to be able to manage that to make sure that they're still learning, that they're still producing work that is their own, but there also is less anxiety and fear that they're going to be accused of using it if they haven't. Mm. Jump online, join the convo at thebigsmoke.com.au. Alex, will chat to you in a few weeks. Thank you. The feel-good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. It's